Welcome back to the Food Trainers Podcast and Happy New Year. I'm Lauren and I'm here with Kayleen. Hi, everyone. And yes, a new year, new podcast season. It's so funny as, you know, sort of the the memories go, I was thinking back to like our first New Year's episode that we did together right before like the, I guess, January before like COVID took over our lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess 2020-ish. Um, and um, yeah, we had all sure. these... Yeah. Yeah. We were going to like, I was going to start running and doing calligraphy. We had all these like New Year's resolutions. And then by March, everything was. Yeah. We were just trying to survive. Yeah. We were, we had, I think I, mine were like chess, learning chess language. Yeah. I could have done that over COVID, but I I didn't. I got back into backgammon. But we thought rather than, you know, sort of a repeat or like over resolutioning you, we'd start with, um, food trends or just like 10 items that are maybe trendy, but also things we're excited about and maybe you will be too. Yeah. So while alternative meats were on many yeah. trend lists, we're not discussing that. Um, we rounded up 10 trends and we'll kind of riff on them. Some may be new, others perhaps more familiar to you guys. Um, so I guess starting right off the bat with number one, this might be Lauren's favorite. Um, and that's chronobiology, which is a fancy way for talking about the best time to do certain things in line with our circadian rhythms and specifically eating. Yeah. So specifically eating because we care about eating, but also, um, you know, just sort of like the best time to get, you know, light or spend time outside, the best time to exercise. The best, you know, it's really just that there probably is like a clock for every part of our body. Um, so what I love about this is that it's like, at this point, really not a trend. You know, it, we've been talking about intermittent fasting and um, for a while now. Um, if you haven't, checked out, check out uh, Dr. Sachin Panda. He has two books that are great podcasts. Um, there's also a book called The Circadian Prescription. Kayleen's laughing about the name, Dr. Panda. <laughs> um, I know also because you're a, like a researcher groupie. So I like kind of am starting to recognize the names that you the talk names. about. Yeah, he, I, he's, a, he's a big guy. He's at the Salk Institute. Yeah. Um, his books are also like very readable. It's not, um, you know, the Circadian Prescription is the other one that's actually much older, which shows you that this isn't new, new, but, um, but useful too. Yeah, so if you've listened for a while, one of food trainers concepts you've heard us talk about is the diamond day um, where we suggest lunch being larger than dinner in terms of um, what you're eating. Um, And in terms of the eating window, that's ideally eight to 10 hours from first bite to last is something we talk about, but that may be a big leap if you're someone who has an early breakfast or you're eating a later dinner more often. Um, So maybe you want to talk about what Forbes called the AARP special. Right. And then also, so the Diamond Day, just to clarify that, as you were saying, it is like the late in the day, not having a large meal. Mm. That's that's sort of in the shape of a diamond kind of guiding you with lunch being that wise part of the diamond. Oh, so yes, the AARP special, which was a good name, or the Slayton special. <laughs> uh, so early dinners are no longer for old people or health nuts. Um, actually, T Magazine from the New York Times had a story uh, in the fall, which said 6.30 is the new 8.30. So mm-hmm. late dinners are not good for your sleep. They're not good for your weight. But like, I, this makes me so excited. <laughs> That's definitely... Lauren's like, yes, I've known this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people are just coming to what I like to yeah. do. 
Okay. So chronobiology, we think is going to be big this year. And then the second trend is also from a Forbes article. They did a good job naming all these things too. They really did. Um, This one is maybe one of my favorite concepts for the new year and it's movement snacks. Love that um, name. So Forbes, they describe it um, some, as sometimes you don't have an hour or 45 minutes to exercise like a chunk in your day. So make your exercise snack size. Maybe do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 at night. Um, and there's research to support breaking things up um, can be equally as beneficial as a whole long workout. I love that. And we'll link to the you know sort of articles or other trend mm-hmm. lists that we mentioned. You know, and I think I would say even if you do do your main workout in the morning, I love the idea of this like workout snack. I think afternoon activity and evening activity is usually lacking for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So maybe have like a movement snack instead of like a snack snack. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Um, I love like I, when I finish if like late afternoon, early evening. I love to take the dogs out for a walk. It's like a nice break. It's not necessarily my exercise, but I it was I also liked it more when it wasn't pitch black. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. My yeah, my evening walks are lacking now too because I can't deal with the darkness. No, it's just it, it's so funny. My son came home from college. I can't imagine that it gets darker any later there, but he's I, I guess it's colder here. And yeah. He's just like, this is so depressing. I'm like, <laughs> kind of is. Yep. <laughs> But okay, so that's a good one. And then third on the list is avocado oil. Mm. Um, This kind of relates to the increasing awareness of seed oils. We even had an episode last season, I think it was episode 84, um, talking all about seed oils. And this was on the Whole Foods trend list too. Um, Avocado oil is a neutral flavored oil with a high smoke point. um, And it could be a good replacement for canola or grapeseed oil if people are using those to cook. Yeah. And I I think that avocado oil, again, has been around. I think it's a direct response to if we want something that's not... Maybe people you know, sort of say that olive oil, the smoke point and the taste can be a little bit um, inappropriate for certain things. I don't think so. But um, avocado oil is a good alternative. Actually, Whole Foods has like a trend council, I noticed when I was researching this. Uh, I was like, I want to be on it. You should be on it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think the people were like way more qualified. But um, so fourth on the list. And before we get further in the list, I should tell you guys and Kayleen that I chopped a few off because it seemed long. So I think we might have like eight instead of 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> so fourth on the list is is another biggie. It's really the future of nutrition, of kind of health and nutrition. And that's personalization. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of so prescriptions. Like, yeah, yeah. What works for me may not work for Lauren or anyone else. You know, we're different ages, different stages of life. Yeah. So what are you saying? <laughs> I'm not calling um, you old. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Kayleen's right. So how old are you? What's your schedule like? Um, you know, like where are you from? If you have certain like, you know, cultural preferences for certain foods, what foods do you like? Your genes, stress level, all of these things are going to kind of shape what the winning nutrition um, and supplement plan will be for you. I think devices such as the Aura Ring, the Apple Watch, uh, continuous glucose monitors are providing this personal data. You know, how do you respond to something versus me, even if it's the same food? Um, and that's all. I mean, even before these, you know, devices, just these differences make our nutrition advice differs from client to client depending on like where the work is needed. 
genetic predispositions, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I think we're going to be seeing more of this. It was a big topic for people in my grad school program. Like mm. not so much that we were learning about it, but students would bring it up. So then professors would start giving us, you know, articles or research on it too. So I think it's definitely going to be big. With regard to the gadgets or genetics? Or... Just genetics more so. Yeah. yeah. And like genomics and personalization, like going in that direction. Because mm-hmm. the concept is just to um, jump off of what Kayleen just said, is that it used to be you have this gene, you know, it's either good or bad, yeah. cross your fingers. And now it's really... We have these genes, you know, that sort of are giving a little bit of a guideline to what might happen. And then what we do with our sleep, with our nutrition, with, you know, sort of how we take care of ourselves then affects whether a lot of these genes turn on or not too, which is interesting. Okay. Science lesson over. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Then, so another um, like food specific trend is alternative pastas. Mm -hmm. Whole Foods predicts different produce will pop up in the pasta aisle as they have been. Think noodles made from spaghetti squash or hearts of palm and even green bananas. Um, Green bananas. Um, Mm -hmm. Our next episode, we'll touch on those. I'd be curious about that. Um, I guess they are prebiotics and there's Jerusalem artichoke pasta, which is a prebiotic. So anyway, just thinking how that might work. Um, And some of these just, I mean, we always go back to taste. Some of these are like better pasta alternative than other, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like I like the hearts of palm or the palmini noodles. I like hearts of palm, but to me, a friend and I differ on this. They're just not pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, but my kids said that like zoodles are not noodles and I think those work well. So I guess it's, it's personal, but it is nice to have options. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot more lentil pastas too. Mm. And some even like kemp, kelp noodles. Right. I've seen, um, I haven't tried those yet. I do kind of like the lentil pasta sometimes. That feels pasta-ish to me. Pasta-like. Yeah. It's, all, it's like a texture thing too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what's next? What's, um, <laughs> so we have a, what we're calling DIY, DIY spying. Right. Um, I think over COVID, people were not like getting facials or going out and doing that. Um, and many people like me never were. But and now there's me like... Me too. I'm not. And I like... I love like the few times I've gotten facials, but yeah. I'm just not like a regular facial person. Me neither. But this trend isn't just like face masks or creams, but okay. devices. Yeah. Um, and I know you have your Juve red light that you use. I do. I should use it more. I feel like everything I get, like I'm so into it first, and then I then it's and it's sitting like on my makeup table. Yeah. It's not like it, you know. It's I it's like is the size of a mirror. The one I have. So I'm streaky. So I asked when you had mentioned this trend, I asked my friend Joanna Check, who's like the, you know, facialist to the stars. I knew her way before she was (laughs) that. Um, But she said, and I'll quote her text to me was, my favorites are the Lima or Lima, L-Y-M-A. I hadn't heard of it. It's a cold laser. And then Saluma, L-E-D. These are both, um, I saw on her site, joannacheck.com. And sorry, I... This is not a quote. And she also said, I like my own massager, um, which I have to say is I use every day. And mm-hmm. um, I haven't tried the two that she mentioned. They're really pricey. Even, you know, I have like a, I'm kind of flexible in terms of what I'm willing to spend on food and self-care. Yeah. Not so much other things. Um, I'm more rigid with those. But um, I was thinking these are pricey, but so are like lasers and things that people do at dermatologists or Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spas, that kind of thing. So you could kind of say if you were doing it instead of those. 
Um, as I said, I do own the massager much more, um, you know, a, affordable. I still mm-hmm. think that's expensive. And I use it, um, you know, re- every night. I'm really good about that. Is that like a roller type thing? It is a roller. For some reason, I don't know if it's how it's weighted or the metal mm-hmm. it's made from. It stays very cold. And it's also just, and I've given it as gifts, effective for like the the neck waddle, you know, sort of just, yeah. or even if like I feel puffy, I just roll it over what's puffy. Yeah. Um, but, I like that. Uh, yeah, I know you have your little tools too. Yeah, like my gua sha and roller. Um, but like you said, while these, like some of them, like devices are luxuries, so are spa treatments. Right. So if you think of it um, like in lieu of those, getting those treatments. Exactly. Yeah. I've seen the new face is like a micro oh, yes. current, like facial tool. I see that on social media. I follow media them on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't used it, but I've seen lots of people liking it and getting results from it. We should like figure out how to they, new face send us a new face and then <laughs> we'll, for we'll try it exactly sponsor us or just give us one yeah um and you know sort of I think that like again what I said and this is like with any like resolution or workout like there you like are you going to use like I'm yeah. really curious about the sauna blankets you know I've been curious about them for a couple of years like will I use it or will it just like sit in the closet I'm not sure yeah. And anyway. I think, yeah, in addition to like face, like, or spying, um, there are sleep tools too. You mentioned the aura ring, but also chill sleep and pure wow mentions um, the loop earplugs. Oh yeah, I saw an, those too. You had an eye mask that you loved. Yeah, this isn't necessarily techie, but I do think like whatever it is, like I have a mouth guard, uh, lavender oil, like anything that supports your sleep, I think it is going to be a hot topic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a shop called Vibrant Market. They're in New Orleans. They also have a great website, um, really well-vetted products. Um, and the mask I got from them, because I never liked them, I always like took them off, is a company called Elizabeth Few. It's silky. It like feels so nice and not claustrophobic on your face. So mm-hmm. no connection with those. I just like it. Yeah, those are good. Okay, and then, and then think, is this the last trend or second to last? I believe. Yeah, second. We sort. Of, yeah, we'll talk, yeah. talk a little bit about what I think what we like, but yeah. <laughs> but I think um, Ozempic, which we mentioned in an episode or two last year, yeah, last season. Um, we'll have. We more mentioned to say. it in our, I think, trends for twenty twenty two. We were a little ahead of the game. I'll say. We did, and then yeah, in another, some other yeah. one too. Um, yes, just yes. as like a tidbit, um, we're not against it. Um, but expensive Mm-mm. injections just aren't for everyone, nor is not for you know, <laughs> a weight loss pharmaceutical for everyone. Right. Um, but remember, we talked about this both Yerba Mate, which we have in the shop ourselves well, and I like, I, people who don't like Yerba Mate have said they really are like into this. this. I, I I like this one too. It's from it's below. not as smoky, I think, is what yeah. helps it with the taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and probiotics too, not to the same degree as the drug, but act on the same receptor. What um, receptor is that, Kayleen? Um, the GLP? GLP-1, <laughs> <G-L-P-1, laughs> as people like to say. Yeah. <laughs> Kayleen likes that name. So yeah, yeah. Th- these, these meds are hugely popular. Um, I think they are, as I've said, the safe fit. We'll, we actually have more to come on this. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just exploded. But like Kayleen had said in an earlier episode, like not everybody wants to inject and um and they're expensive and they're unavailable. So yeah. just to you know sort of give people you know something in lieu of that a good substitution, um Yerba Mate tea acts on the same receptor and probiotics also. 
do. Yeah. So we're not here to say there. We haven't done a study that they're um, equivalent, but um, again, can't hurt and, and and sometimes do help. And easier than a drug. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anything else you're excited about for 2023 then trend or something? I can't even saying 2023 also is just crazy. I know. 23 <laughs> is my lucky number. So I'm kind of excited oh, about it, especially excited. Um, what am I excited about? Um, I'd say, again, not new, but there was a recent article in the New York Times about trampolining, mm. um, which I am i don't know if I would do it in studio. I should have gotten one probably on Black Friday. Um, but I'm interested in that. Um, I didn't want to start anything new at the end of the year. Also, and I don't know if I'm like brave enough to go down this route, but we got some questions about it and like psilocybin and ketamine in the context of like therapy sessions, mm-hmm. not like recreationally yeah. in micro doses. Um, we have a, a few clients doing each of those are just interesting. I'm trying to learn a little bit more about those. Mm-hmm. What about you? It's not new, but I think protein yeah. and protein needs was like all everywhere last year, everyone talking about it. And I think we'll continue. Mm-hmm. I've been curious about the amino acids that you talked about in our protein episode. Oh Keon, yeah, you haven't um, tried those? I haven't tried them. Oh, we have to get you some. Yeah, um, I think that's something I'm going to experiment with and look out for. Um, and we also might have a new protein in the shop by the time this airs. So we will keep you all posted on that. We will. Um, suspense. <laughs> um, and now Kayleen's going to give you some information. We're not here to be a downer, but you know we're. We like to be sort of like really honest with our offerings. So take it away. (laughs) Yeah. So in lieu of the Q&A for today, for this first episode, I want to share some news uh, about our food trainers supplement line. Uh, We found out much to our dismay at the end of last year that the company that supplies our private label line was shutting that part of the business down. Um, leaving us without all our favorite supplements going forward. Um, so if you followed, you know, we searched for a long time for a company that met our standards, um, had offerings that we stood behind and that we wanted to offer to everyone. Um, but there's, that's <laughs> yeah. not the end of the story. <laughs> um, we want to let you all know that so that you can stock up while we still have them in stock. Um We ordered as much as we could by the deadline that this company gave us, but the stock is limited. So... It's still they're still available for now, but just once they sell out, we don't know timeline. By the way, they gave us like a week's notice, so this we we would have given everyone more notice if we got more notice. But yes, it was um, kind of a last minute deal. Um, But we are currently working to find a new private label supplier to keep our favorite supplements available to all of you. Um, We should have a seamless transition. We're, we're recording this episode a little earlier, so <laughs> we have time. We don't know how the transition will yes, be. Yes, <laughs> we don't know as of yet, but we can't guarantee all of the current private labels will be available, but we're hoping that most will. Yeah, and don't um, freak out. Like We'll sort it out. For some reason, I'm like weirdly... I think because of this great supplement company that we dealt with, we're also like a little slow and you know I don't I don't there, want to bash them in any yeah. way but there were there were challenges beyond their quality. Yes, <laughs> they were not worth out their faults. Um right. so Change maybe it's a blessing in disguise, we don't know yet, but just as a to let everyone know now, stock up on your favorites while they're there and we'll keep you posted via our newsletter and social media with whatever is to come after this. Yeah, and and I think that we will, you know, we'll have the same standards. We might have 
new offerings available mm-hmm. to us in some of the companies we've been looking at. If we can't private label something, we'll get the best source in that we can of it. Um, you know, we take this seriously, but, um, you know, change is good. Yeah. We'll end on that note. <laughs> that sounds good. First episode uh, of the new year. Exactly. Have a good week. Wishing you all a good year. Please um, stick with us and subscribe. And we have more to come this season. Bye, everyone.